Welcome into another Finding Time. I'm JJ, as always. My name rarely changes. I'm here to cover the final two episodes of Better Call Saul's first half of the final season. So here we go. I'm just going to jump right in. Oh, you know, let me jump back really quick. Sorry, I am covering the last two episodes as one, but I explained this on my Halo season finale pod. I've been very busy. was out of town for my sister's wedding. Congrats again to those two. Uh, so I just haven't had time to podcast like I would like. So I'm back and here we go. So a ton happened. I think we should start with the leading story at this hour. H.O. Ward, Ho Ward, Howard, he is dead. Holy moly. Talk about a jaw on the floor moment. I've been talking about how there's been a few moments that have been jaw on the floor moments this half season. This was, uh, man, I don't think there's been anything like this in the whole entire Breaking Bad universe. Outside, you could say Hank. I think this might be the most surprising death moment in all of either show. Holy cow. Uh, So set the scene. Jimmy and Kim complete their scam on Howard which we'll get into that. Howard comes not barging in. As always, Howard level-headed comes in, and he just wants to know why. He lists off all the reasons he thinks it could be. Um, He thinks it's for the money. He realizes this isn't about the money to get off on it. says there's sick people. Jimmy says he'll, don't worry, Howard, you'll, you'll land on your feet. And he says, he agrees, he'll, He always lands on his feet. He's gotten through worse. His marriage has problems. He's dealt with depression. He's dealt with money issues. And he still has come out on top every time. Well, Howard, unfortunately not this time. At this moment, the candle flickers the same way it does when Howard walked in the room and Kim was on the couch. And Lalo shows up. I would like to say, you know what, I'll get to that in a second. Lalo shows up, fear is in Jimmy and Kim's eyes. More so Jimmy and Kim. Kim is very matter-of-factly telling Howard, you gotta leave, you gotta leave. Jimmy's seen a ghost. So let's not forget, Jimmy isn't aware that Lalo's alive. Despite the pact that they set with each other last season, Kim did not keep her part of the deal that they would be honest with each other about everything. She kept what Mike told her about Lalo being alive from Jimmy. And it almost came back to bite him. Uh, Lalo barges in. Jimmy says, how? And he's saying, how? And Kim interjects, Howard. Howard. I I think she was interjecting because if Jimmy knows that Lalo or Sorry, if Jimmy thinks that Lalo is dead, then that means that he knew something about the operation and Lalo might have cause to kill them, which, you know, obviously Jimmy's going to live through this, but uh, Kim could not be so lucky. So, I mean, we'll see what happens there next season. We'll get into that down the road. So Lalo starts putting the silencer on the gun because Howard won't leave. He's putting the silencer on his gun. Howard starts to uh, stammer. 
and stutter. And the uh, Lalo kills him, shoots him in the head. Uh, a scene reminiscent of Chuck falling in the coffee shop occurs and bounces as Howard's head bounced off the coffee table and he lies dead on the floor. Kim and Jimmy shriek out in terror and Lalo says, let's talk. He's here to talk to his lawyers. So, holy moly. I, I, I was surprised. I, so, there's a knock at the door. In my head, I'm like, this is Lalo. When it's Howard, Lalo's out of my mind. It didn't occur to me that they were setting the scene with the whole flickering candle as Howard walked in. But that's obviously what they were doing. So... When Lalo comes in, I was, I mean, my jaw was already on the floor. And at that point, I think I knew it was about to happen. I've had this picture in my head for a season or two that the end of Howard's story is going to be him. I thought it was going to be him kneeling down in the desert as somebody kills him, not understanding what's going on. I don't know if I've said that in any of these podcasts but it turns out that's very similar to what happened. Just instead of the desert, it was in Kim and Jimmy's apartment. So, wow, what a sad end for Howard. Um, it's, it's horrible what people are going to think. You know, their lasting memory of him is going to be what happened with Jimmy and Kim's scam. Uh, so let's, let's get into the scam. It turns out the private investigator was on their side, which really clears a lot of things up. Even had an explanation for how, as opposed to just leaving that open ended. They got the stuff from the previous episode on Howard's skin. They put it on the pictures, the new pictures that they took, and they had to retake because in the previous uh, in episode seven. Sorry, I'm, I'm calling it the previous episode. I'm talking about both here. In the penultimate episode, Jimmy is going to get some celebratory Zafiro and Yeho tequila like him and Kim love to use. And he sees the judge that's going to be at the mediation hearing. Luckily, he sees the judge because the judge has a broken arm. So they go and retake some pictures. The fun UNM film students are there taking care of things for him. So they take the pictures. Jimmy and Kim put some of this, uh, I guess, I don't know, it's called caffeine, skin contact caffeine on the pictures. And uh, so Howard gets that on his skin. When he looks at the picture that the PI comes to show him in the finale, and he's all, you know, pupils dilated, kind of going a little crazy. He goes, I'm hot. Is anybody else hot? Well, just me? Okay. So, you know, he's really, especially to Cliff, who thinks Howard's on drugs already, not a good look for Howard. So, Howard comes in, sits down at the hearing with lovely Irene. I tell you, it was good to see her back. They're funny line at the end of this. Is this how these usually go? Had me rolling. I literally laughed out loud. Uh, for such a serious episode, that was pretty, it was a pretty great line. So Howard sits down. Uh, the judge walks in. He sees the broken arm and the mustache, unmistakable from the pictures that the private investigator showed him. And Howard is pissed. And, you know, adding to his just regular rage, you have the you know, caffeine-induced energy boost, the dilated pupils. Howard totally looks unhinged, everybody in the room. It's funny that Rich Schweikert just kind of is like, oh, well, 
Hope Howard's uh, all right. Peace. Like, it's just no big deal. Like, he's seen this a million times before. So casual. I thought that was pretty funny. It says what uh, Rich thinks about lawyers, and I don't know what the writers think about lawyers, and it would be like, yeah, well, this happens. So that all goes down. Howard looks like he's on drugs <clears throat> because apparently the private investigator switched the pictures after Howard left. And Howard looks like, uh, you know, he goes out really just in the worst way he could possibly imagine. His marriage is in shambles. He's living in the guest house. Um, he looks like to everybody around him like he's a drug addict. And he's failed his clients as well. Though, at the end of the day, the clients probably got the best out of it. It was his own law firm that lost a little bit of money and Schweikert and Coakley and Davis and Maine, they're the ones who lost some money. I guess not Schweikert and Coakley, they're the opposition, but Davis and Maine and HHM lost some money at the end of the day. Whoop de freaking do. So yeah, I mean, it's so sad for Howard. Uh, I, I wonder what the disposal of his body and the explanation for where he's gone or if they you know, frame it as a suicide about what happened. I wonder if that will play a big part in the story. I think it would. Uh, let's not forget in episodes uh, five, I keep, how many episodes were there? Episode six. Episode six is the penultimate episode. Episode six when Howard's talking to his wife at the beginning of the episode. And he says, if anything strange happens, it's Jimmy McGill. So I, I don't think the wife was introduced on accident. I don't think she was a one-off. I don't think it was just to humanize Howard a little more, though you know, it definitely played that part. I would not be surprised if at the end of the day she's... Because I, I imagine they're going to frame this as a suicide, which probably, you know, even if it's even if she's not doing it for the right reasons, you know, life insurance probably doesn't pay off for a suicide. I don't know that for sure, but I know, I'm pretty sure that's the case in some cases. So she might want to prove that something fishy happened. So watch out for Howard's wife going forward. On the other part of the story, so, you know, we finished where Lalo ended up. Uh, in episode six, he is in, oh, I forget, he's not in Germany. I forget where he was, but he finds one of Werner's men. My prediction of it being, um, oh my gosh, my prediction of it being Kai. That's what I love. Jeez. My prediction of it being Kai did not pay out, but it was it was a different guy. It was the guy that said some things to Mike about Werner being worth 50 of him before he left. And Mike took it on the chin and went, yeah, you're, you're right. That's the horrible Mike impression. I was trying to do like like groggy, sad old man. And I, I would pull like Texas Southerner on him. Okay. He didn't go, you're right. He went, you're right. Still, I made him Southern. That was a little better. Going for like an Eeyore vibe was what I was trying to do. I'm not a prof I'm not a professional. Uh, oh my God, <laughs> words are losing me here. Uh, sorry, everybody. I am apparently loopy from a long day of work. I'm not a professional impressionist, is what I was going for. So to get back to what I'm talking about, so Lalo finds one of Werner's guys. They have a battle with an axe. 
But Waddle loses the battle with an axe. Unfortunately, he got the butt end of the axe, not the business end of the axe. And he's able to, with a, a very fancy trick with a razor ba- blade and the sticker from Werner's slide rule from episode 5, he's able to pull a slick trick where he slices him with this razor blade and get, regains the upper hand, chops off the guy's foot. And I would imagine this gentleman is no longer with us. Lalo says he put up a good fight. But uh, that doesn't sound to me like he's alive. So this gentleman, unfortunately, died, gave Lalo more information. Lalo was able to come back and find the laundry. Uh, The opening of the finale shows him in the sewer system of Albuquerque in a very It the Clown type sequence, which was funny and wild but you know that's Lalo he's out there and he is he's one you never know what to expect with Lalo so that's what's going on with Lalo because we know where he ended up with Howard he's in talk to his lawyers we'll see where this goes Gus I mean nothing much happened with Gus and Mike Uh, Mike has had not much to do in this half season I imagine there'll be more for him to do Going forward, he'll probably, you know, more hook up with Jimmy and that relationship will get to more where we were in Breaking Bad. Obviously, he's not going to be in any of the Gene stuff because, as we know, Mike is, rest in peace, also dead. So, uh, with Gus, he is told by Mike near the end of the finale that Lalo intends to come and uh, take him out that evening because Lalo realizes he's being tapped as he's trying to call Tio. And uh, Gus, I wonder if he is going to fall for this trick or if Gus is going to be heading to the laundry instead of going to a safe house like he's supposed to. And if he's going to enact whatever plan he put into place when he was pacing out those steps in the dark to his weapon a few episodes ago. So I'm interested to find out all of this. I'm sorry, I am already out of time. I am home. It is time for dinner. The baby and the wife demand it. So I'll be back to cover all of this more in depth and get into what I think is going to happen in the future. Until then, I will see you later or I'll see you on another time. Bye.